0: Hi, and welcome to White Hat vs. Black Hat SEO Show, special Thanksgiving Day edition with no Americans here and just Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Josh Pashinsky, and we are the finest SEO show on the YouTubes. If you've never seen the White Hat vs. Black Hat SEO show before, uh, where have you been? <laughs> uh, we are the finest SEO show on the YouTubes for a number of reasons. One, there's not that many SEO shows on the YouTubes, especially on Thanksgiving Day, American Thanksgiving Day. Two, uh, it's because we use the finest level of scientific knowledge. We do scientific testing I have a test bed of 10 apprentices who work day in day out doing scientific testing into SEO ranking factors where we can isolate the ranking factors and we can bring that information to you the viewers But uh, so for my mentorship group for my private students who uh, paid to get that information and also I drop the occasional tidbit for you people listening here and you're always welcome to join and ask questions so for those of you folks who are watching us if anybody's watching us right now I'm not sure because it is Thanksgiving uh, please feel free to ask your questions in the top right hand side if you have any SEO questions to ask me go ahead ask away oh I should mute myself I, I forgot to do it and uh, today as I mentioned is a special day it is Thanksgiving of course for our American friends but it is also SEO miss that's right woo SEO miss has shown up this is the SEO Miss dinosaur he showed up today and he said, Josh, it's ESEOMAS. I said, thanks, buddy. Frank, his name is Frank. Thanks, Frank. And so that means today is SEOmas, And so I will be uh, giving you out all kinds of secret information that I would normally not give out uh, today, uh, and also uh, my lovely Facebook uh, guru, Melissa, who also happens to be my lovely wife. Melissa is here. It's the Bashinsky Show. How you doing, Melissa? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, you know this because you're just two floors above me right now.
1: And and literally just had lunch with you.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> because
1: no one's around.
0: It's a very rainy day here in Victoria, kind of cu- cuddly. So it's a very apropos day to be Thanksgiving Day for the Americans. So uh, so like I said, today's SEO Miss. We're going to have a whole bunch of special stuff for you. Melissa's going to tell you about all the stuff she's been doing in Facebook lately. Uh, I'm going to tell you about some secret SEO stuff I've been doing, and we might even co- co-release co <laughs> some special Facebook hacks, what I like to call Facebook stacking. Uh, we're going to release these uh, kind of ideas to you. Forget Google stacking, do Facebook stacking. That's what you want to do. So I'm going to be releasing that today. So get your questions, uh, your SEO questions, your Facebook questions up here on the top right-hand side on YouTube if you're watching live. If you have further questions while we're, while we're uh, yammering on here, you don't catch the show live, you can always Ask us questions in the chat below in the comments and uh, as I today as I said today's SEO miss so uh here's the first SEO mega, uh, the first SEO Miss gift on the first gift of SEO miss Josh gave to you <laughs> this was like oh don't don't sing don't sing uh I tell you what to the first five people who email me at Josh at gmail.com for your first SEO Miss gift I will give you access to my SEO Quickie courses. I have 20, 30 SEO Quickie courses that I usually only give out to my mentorship students. This is just one little section of content, of of all the content they would have access to. Just for SEO Miss. if you get the first five people to email me at joshpashinsky at gmail.com with the subject SEO Miss gift, I am going to uh, send you uh, access to the SEO Quickie folder and there's uh, probably dozens of hours in there of of SEO quickies, of the highest level knowledge of SEO uh, secrets, SEO experiments, all kinds of crazy stuff in there that's guaranteed to up your game and improve you. And that's also taken as a bit of an advertisement of to what you would get access to if you were a member of the, if you're a part of the mentorship program. If you're one of my students in the mentorship program, you've already paid for that access, so don't email me about it. <laughs> you already have access to this stuff. I suggest you go watch it if you have it. Go do your homework. Go watch the uh, videos. But, so you don't need to do this. But this is the SEO quickies folder for uh, those of you who are not in the mentorship program, but you want to get a little snippet as maybe what that would be about or what kind of access you'd have. That's your first SEO miss gift for today. The first five people who email me with SEO miss in the subject line at at gmail.com. I would be happy to give you access to the quickies folder. Yay! Yay! Here's your second SEO Miss gift. Whoa! It's a crazy SEO Miss extravaganza. To the first five people who email me, the next five people who email me and say SEO Miss audit, I will give you a huge discount on my SEO audits. My SEO audits are guaranteed to boost your rankings. If you go to Bitly slash SEO Proof and look at some of the older ones, those are mostly audit report uh, results. So that's bit.ly slash SEO proof bit.ly slash S E O P R O O F. Bitly slash SEO proof. You could see about 150 different examples in there of how we are killing it in our mentorship group. And a lot of them are from my own client rankings as well, my own, my own sites rankings, and some are from my students as well. More of the later ones are from the students. So check it out in there, see what we've been doing, see all the proof of the results, kind of what we've been doing or at least graphs saying that something's getting better, (laughs) that I didn't Photoshop. There's no need for me to Photoshop it. I have more examples than I know what to do with. So check that out if you're wondering about my SEO audits. And if you want the special discount on the SEO audits, email me again at joshpachinskiatgmail.com for your special SEO miss audit and put SEO miss audit in the subject as opposed to SEO miss uh, gift number one for the quickies, or you can do both, whatever you like. Uh, I have 30 viewers listening right now. It's quite possible those are already taken up. I probably already have 10 emails saying SEO miss in my email box so you better hurry up and do it. okay Now what we want to do is um, uh, so let's move on with the show the first segment we like to do is what's new in SEO Well it's Thanksgiving Nobody's here <laughs> except for except for me and uh, me and uh, Melissa. And we like to talk about what's new here uh, if you want to join us by all means join us you can ask questions live i've put the uh i've put the uh link in in my in the special places here if you want to join if you want actually if you're listening live here and you want to join i can also put the uh, hangout in the chat here let me put the hangout in the youtube chat if you want to join and ask questions live ask questions if you like there I'll put it here as well Uh, if you guys can join live and ask questions if you like so what's new in SEO right now well Google continues to make a whole bunch of changes Um, I've started a second show calling called interpreting John Mueller where I actually listen with you, it's kind of like uh, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. I kind of listen to John Mueller with you, and I give my commentary while he's talking, and I teach you how to interpret John Mueller. And maybe I get a little sarcastic, and I might just give you some information there at, at times. But if you want to watch that, it's still in my uh, it's my in my YouTube stream here. Uh, if you're subscribed to the show, you've already got the the uh, the notices that are being put, those are being put out. And uh, so I'm doing another, so I'm doing commentary on that. You should check it out if you want to get a better idea of how to interpret John Mueller for his English uh, Google Webmaster Office Hours Central Hangouts. Um, The other stuff that's going on for Google right now is uh, Google's been making changes like every week. Um, uh, They're really making changes ever since March and April. They've been making a change every month up until around... Uh, Medic which was uh, August 1st or so and then after that they've been making changes every three weeks to like every two weeks And now it's like every week. It seems they're making changes So some people just got released from the relevance updates. Some people got hammered by the relevance updates Um, There's definitely uh, interesting stuff going on there. I also found something on Twitter. Let me share this. I don't have Twitter handy here Uh, I'd have to dig it out, but I also found a really good article uh, slide deck by Don. Can't remember Dawn's last name, but she's been in SEO forever and she takes more of the kind of uh, uh, programming academic kind of uh, aspect to, to SEO. And uh, it's really interesting some of the things that she came up with. So, email me about that if you're interested in this uh, natural language selection kind of uh, stuff that I'm she's been doing. And, uh, Hi there, is- Kate. I'm just going to mute you until you have a question. Sound fair? Because I'm getting a bit of an echo. So, if you have a question to ask, by all means, uh, unmute yourself and ask it. And uh, But before we get to the the Q&A section, I'd like to turn it over now to Melissa. Melissa, what kind of new stuff do you have going on in Facebook? Um, Tell us everything you know.
1: (laughs) That should take two minutes. Um, Well, new in Facebook, what went on this week? Oh, Facebook ad manager went down for a heart-stopping over 12 hours that scared (laughs) us all.
0: Black Friday for you.
1: Yep. Uh, so that, that caused problems. Everyone should be recovered from that. Anything that you had made during that time was saved as a draft. You should be able to go back and publish it. Those instructions are in your ad manager, of course. Um, the other thing that I kind of found interesting this week with Black Friday sales going on is that a lot of people are using stories, Facebook stories, to promote content that is very much time sensitive. Facebook stories only last 24 hours. The other fabulous thing is that Facebook stories are the first thing people see when they log on to Facebook. So they're right at the top before anything else. So your little brand shows up with whatever story you've made. And you can put in great, uh, great content. You can put in coupons, which is what I'm seeing like crazy. Um, And you get that good old fear of missing out uh, impulse because they can only be viewed uh, the twice and then they disappear in 24 hours it's also a great way for you to watch what's going on because you can see who's responded to it mm. the other thing I saw interesting from a SEO perspective and I'll let people imagine is people asking their users to take actions on or to their web page that disappears in 24 hours mm. That might be useful. Well, that's <laughs> just, a thing. <laughs> I'll stroke the beard like this. Hmm. <laughs> Which of course is different than creating an ad and asking for someone to do something or uh, possibly breaking other terms and conditions, whereas the stories are quicky quick. Uh, and of course you can, all the regular marketing things you see with stories, you can have multiple voices on there. You can get influences on influencers on there. Uh, and given that... Um, And this is a little bit of spell casting fortune predicting rather than based on actual science. However, um, given that there's only so much room for so many ads in the news feed and Facebook claims it cares about its users. They need a new place to put advertising dollars and they uh, Zuckerberg's last uh, I think it was two weeks ago his uh, little post there was talking a lot about story story story. So Use it before you have to pay for it is what I say.
0: Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so stories are, are, are the new thing. Anything else Facebook related?
1: Um, the other thing that I've been encountering with people asking questions lately is they, uh, haven't fully either switched over to business manager and ads manager, which is something, That's advisable if you're working with marketers so that you get to see what's going on. However, if you choose not to, or if you're just doing your own page, you can still use custom audiences and lookalike audiences, which is a way to get data and get new users, excuse me, users without using a pixel. So if you have an active enough page, you can go into your, uh, under Assets, in your ads manager, go into audiences, create an audience, custom audience based on engagement. So those are people who have actually done something with you and you can choose a variety of things. They've clicked on an ad, watched a certain certain portion of a video, be it 95%, 75, 50, or even three seconds, create an audience out of that. And then from those audiences, you can go back and create a lookalike audience based on one, two, 3%, and the larger the percentage variance, the larger and less laser focused the audience is, but it's a great way for the Facebook algorithm to work for you.
0: What's the difference between the two different ways of doing it, the, you said the ad manager and the brand manager, is that what you said?
1: Uh, Business manager is a way to, it's a a beast, and I know I've been talking with people this week, uh, I've been talking with people for a year who don't wanna use it. I understand you have to do a lot of things. Uh, you can find lots of people who can help you convert a page over and it's separating your business from your personal page or your personal profile. Your personal profile can have an ads manager. Your business manager can have an ads manager to mm. use the pixel. Um, with with a marketer so a marketer can use it for a bunch of different people so if you are hosting or if you are working for multiple facebook pages you need to be using business manager and each account has its own pixel however lots of people don't want to do that so that's where you can use custom audiences not quite the same retargeting power but it is uh, another way to use uh, audiences that have engaged with your content in some way
0: Right. And what's the benefit of using the pixel and the brand and the brand manager?
1: Uh, business manager. The
0: sure. <laughs> Josh obviously
1: does not use Facebook. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the, the pixel allows you to retarget, which allows ads to follow people all over your all over Facebook once they've clicked on it. It also allows you to do a variety of ac- actions, just like retargeting with click funnels or any other advertising software. It allows you to see when someone has converted, be it an add to cart, hitch or thank you page, whatever.
0: Well, that'd be very useful.
1: Mm-hmm. So, if you just have your own page on your own, you can get a pixel for yourself. But if you have anyone working with you, then it's advisable to move over. And technically, Facebook is pushing for that.
0: Great. Okay. Thank you very much. You're okay. Welcome. So, let's get to the third present of SEO miss. We talked about it before Uh, uh, you've probably heard about this thing in the SEO world called Google stacking. Uh, I don't recommend it. It's not a particularly good strategy in my opinion. Uh, Google stacking is when you stack up a whole bunch of Google properties, all linking to each other, supposedly generating mega page rank and then point that all that mega page rank at some page and it'll rank like crazy. I've tested this. It doesn't really work that way. Um, yeah, some of these Google properties, some of these Google sites seem to give some good juice. Uh, but they, a lot of them, are you have trouble getting them spidered or indexed. A lot of them don't. So it really doesn't seem like that great of a strategy to me. It's not like the, the greatest thing I've ever seen since sliced bread and SEO. I have way better strategies you could use that are way cheaper and way easier um, and don't have the increased risk of Google deciding to not let their properties ever send PageRank anymore, which they can do like that. But we have this thing called Facebook stacking, which is way better in our opinion. (laughs) And so this is something that we've been testing out. Uh, Jordan Pierce also helped helped us test this out. Uh, And basically it's it's, uh, using Facebook as a clever little traffic source for various Google properties. And there's various different ways you can use it. There's three different ways you could use it. So basically let me give you the the basic setup for Facebook stacking. And now there's a lot of caveats. So before you go out and do this, listen to the whole spiel and listen to our warnings before you just go and do this. Basically it's, you set up a Facebook ad, you tell them kind of like what Melissa was talking about there. Maybe they can do this action or that action. Maybe they can go to your site and check something out. You send it to a 301 and that traffic routes to something else like, oh, maybe a Google My Business page. Or maybe that traffic goes to uh, a search page doing a brand search. Or maybe that traffic goes to a search page to manipulate the auto suggest or maybe you just send it right to a page skip the 301 send the facebook traffic right to a page and and uh get them to perform actions get them to perform uh, things on that page and uh quite uh and and if the traffic likes what they're seeing there then you can start getting boosts you can start seeing positive things going on there uh again based on what the traffic is doing when it gets there and if it likes it you you might ask well why would you want to use a gmb with that or my, why would you want to use a uh an auto suggest or a brand search with that. Well, this is a way to get traffic to start manipulating some of those Google properties. Um, uh, People have tested it and gone a one pack ranking. So you've seen the three pack ranking before in local where you have three businesses. You can get a one pack ranking if you're doing this properly. Also it's a way to get around some of Google's auto canonical algorithms and you can get Google to start uh, combining keywords with traffic and thinking that's authority with this Facebook stacking and you can get some nice little boost here. Now, Before you go do that though, there's some caveats you have to watch out for. Remember, this is an SEOmas gift. Usually I wouldn't uh, give out this kind of information because it's both secret, it's both dangerous, it's both powerful. So pay very close attention. One, you're both hacking Facebook because that's against Facebook's rules. You're hacking Facebook and you're hacking Google at the same time. So you have to be careful about that. You're hacking Facebook in that you're not supposed to put Facebook traffic from an ad to a 301 to another property. That's against Facebook's rules. So one, when you start it off, you're going to have to start to a regular website, and it's going to take a few days for it to get approved, for your for your ad to get approved. And then you have to leave it for a few days and make sure no human beings at Facebook are looking at it anymore. And then you can set up the 301. Two, um, you're going to want to be doing a whole bunch of other kind of signals on the Google side to really take full advantage of this. But again, it's an idea of, of uh, this whole trust kind of idea out there on the web that traffic is kind of a trust factor that Google uses in their algorithms. So I just want to throw that out there. Um, Melissa, do you have any suggestions on the ad side as to what people should be doing to manipulate this?
1: Uh, you definitely want to make an ad that is Uh Very much along the terms and conditions in any every other way so you don't get it checked out checked off Remember with facebook users what facebook relies on is their users reporting stuff so Uh, shorter ads often we've seen uh, from my uh, experiencing with them has seen have definitely produced better results I haven't had any reported we did have someone else get some reported just by users that come back and click and say no this ad wasn't good Mm -hmm. and then uh, and the big caveat is you want to make sure you do the initial forwarding to a good site because you can get your ad account banned
0: and you should definitely not be doing this on your main account that you use Facebook with.
1: Absolutely not. Once your account gets locked down, you lose it and you lose that funding source. You can never use that funding source again. So a different account or uh, do not be working on clients' sites with the same account.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> so again, we've warned you, you have to be very, very careful about doing this. But we found it's a little Facebook stocking. We, th- we like the traffic aspect of it. And we've had some good results in doing some things. Uh, My mentorship group is going to find out some more experiments I've been doing along those lines and getting some more information about that, of how to do that. So if you're interested in that, ask me about my mentorship group. Uh, Email me again at joshbushinsky at gmail.com, where you can get all the information for all the experiments we are doing, that plus about a 1,000 other experiments that are really going to boost your rankings, that are guaranteed to to boost your rankings and get you higher up in Google SERPs. Okay. So let's start the Q&A section here. Um, If you guys have questions, you can ask them in the top right-hand side here on YouTube. You can ask them in the comments later on below. You can also email me at joshpachinsky at gmail.com. And uh, I'm going to start with the people who are here in the chat. Uh, Someone named Kate was here, but they left. And they asked a question, um, uh, they're asking if they have a backlink for a relevant niche on their Facebook page and going to their website, Is that good, basically, is the question. Um, The answer is yes. Uh, That's been tested uh, not by my group, but it's been tested by our sister testing group, uh, SEO Intelligence Agency. And Kyle's the main tester there. He's a great guy. And I believe a few years ago he tested this and he did say that Facebook links did uh, uh, pass juice or did get a boost from rankings. So as far as I know, yes, that that should help out. Traffic also helps out as well uh, tremendously over that. Uh, Nick James here in the chat asks I have a domain with one do follow backlink from a very high relevancy source They want to know if if they create a PBN site with this domain like to know is that worth the hassle? Um I don't think I understand Nick (laughs) completely what you're talking about Uh, If you want to explain a little bit more in the chat there what you're talking about, but it, it seems to me uh, uh you have you have you have a backlink going to a site and you want to make this site the PBN. is it worth the hassle? Um, there's a lot more information if that's your question, there's a lot more information that needs to go into that uh, ter- determination. Um, it could be worth the hassle. Um, PBNs are not my primary method for getting link juice uh, because because quite often in my opinion overall they're not worth the hassle. Um, some of them just don't pass any juice. Age domains can be very expensive. age domains can have past penalties. Um, so it's it's really not worth it, in my opinion. I just acquire, he's using square quotes for the podcast people, I acquire uh, blog links uh, uh, naturally through the quality of my content, I assure you. And uh, that's just my main ranking uh, source. And if I need to, I acquire newspaper links, which really pass juice and are really trusted by Google. That's the easiest, fastest way to do it, is to acquire, you said acquire in, in quotations, acquire those links. So that's the way I would do it. But occasionally, I'll use PBNs. Quite often, for example, some sites have trouble. um, uh, They confuse Google. And Google thinks their blog is the most important thing or that they're a blog site in general. And they can't get the sales portion of their site to rank. So quite often, what we'll do is we'll split those up. And that blog will become a, a private blog network where they can route link juice through. And they can do different things with. And they can capture different areas of the sales funnel. So they can capture the entire sales funnel. And sometimes this will break Google's mind into thinking, oh, okay, this is a sales site. I should be ranking this for sales queries. We definitely do that for local, and it definitely helps for local. So um, sometimes I do a PBN inadvertently because the client kind of messed their content up and their site plan up, and they've got a blog and a sales staff on the same site. And sometimes that works fine, like 10, 20% of the time, but quite often we find that it doesn't, and so we we separate that out, and inadvertently I make a PBN out of it. Okay, so let's go here to the... Uh, Let's go here to the uh, Chat and we'll see What kind of questions we got guys I didn't mention and uh, Yashar my assistant the wonderful Young handsome Yashar from from Turkey Uh, uh, He's from Turkey. He's not eating Turkey. (laughs) I'm sorry Yashar about the joke. It's a Thanksgiving Day joke. He's from Turkey He's not a turkey. He is a very smart guy. He's from Turkey and uh, so he's not having Thanksgiving today either. I, I, I'm sure he's thankful for being so young and handsome and smart, but he's not having Thanksgiving. But he is here h- helping us out on the show. So uh, as he asks as he asks here in the chat, please make sure you ask your questions with uh, asterisks so I can see them with my big Coke bottle glasses here. And I will start to try to, and ask us any Facebook or uh, SEO questions you like. And on a special SEO Miss edition, I will try to answer your questions. So Adrian says, uh, gonna see us live. Congratulations! Hope you took advantage of the SEO miss gifts there. Crypto asks, Hi, all. So, Josh, is it recommended to have uh, no follow or no index on legal pages and privacy policy and so on? That's a great question, Crypto WS uh, W3S. Um, uh, no, I wouldn't put no follow and no index on those at all. Um, I would try and structure my site that they only get one link from the index page and they don't get links from anywhere else, uh, because that's not really required. I might no follow the links from I might no follow links to those pages but I would definitely not no index them. Um, uh, ever since the April 16th update, you've it, we've seen you need terms and services pages, you need privacy policies, you need legitimate business signals and they definitely correlate with higher ranking. So I would be careful with that. I would not no index those pages. Uh, Adrian says happy thanks SEO givness. Happy thanks SEO givness to you too my friend. Uh, Nick asked the same question he did previously. Lewis asks, if I have a page that is ranked on fourth page, every couple of days, it drops out of the SERPs completely for a few days. Then it comes back. Uh, This has been repeating for six weeks. What is happening? Lewis, that's a great question. Uh, We see this all the time in Google rankings. Um, Even if you're on the first page, we see this. Generally, that means that you're caught up in the cycle of Google's split testing. Or their quality-based A/B testing, where they like to rotate pages in and out of the top five pages or so, and it's an algorithm so that statistically, you. And this is my theory of how it works, but it's based on some evidence as well, and patent reading. It it gets your statistically, it it will bring your. Um, it's kind of like um, in a in a jacuzzi, if you will, or or a hot tub. When when you have toys bubbling to the surface, you got a little rubber ducky. It'll bubble to the surface and then it'll fall down again. It'll bubble to the surface and fall down again. So that's kind of the idea, in that they're bubbling the good quality to the surface and trying to try different things out. Because uh, rank brain, uh, I call it—I like to call it—tank brain, and Panda, and all those algorithms working together. Which I'm just going to call rank brains for the sake of convenience. I know there's multiple algorithms, and I know I don't know them all, and I know I'm not referring to them correctly. Google, and if you want to correct me, by all means, I'm all ears. But until then, I'm going to call it rank brain. Actually, I'm going to call it tank brain because I don't think the algos do a very good job. The AI is not very smart. But tank brain is going to try pages out for certain queries and it'll do this kind of at random. And if you have any whiff of non relevancy, I repeat, if you have any whiff, if you have any signature of non relevancy to that search query, either on in your on page content, because you have. 90% of your of your of your text is about the right topic but 10% is superfluous or different and or Google tries your page out and they send traffic there but the the traffic doesn't like what it sees at all and you don't have good quality signals you don't have a good quality score so it punts you back down or they do a general that, that just happens kind of in general remember the rubber ducky comes up and gets pushed down comes comes up gets pushed down if it gets pushed down too much because you don't have the right keywords, you don't have the right traffic, you're going to go even further down. Uh, and also you're, you're uh, relative to all the other ranking factors that are jostling things up in there, making the Google dance, as they call it. Other people call it the Google dance. It's the same thing. And also it has to do with the just the core updates they do where they just press the refresh button. And they've done it a couple times since uh, April. They've just pressed the refresh button, and I've seen uh, pages that were ranking Get re de-indexed, recrawled, and they're put back again. And you can tell there's giant crawl spikes in your crawls as well. That can tell you that you're kind of in this core relevancy uh rubber ducky cycle or the Google dance as they call it. And so that's basically a very complex and long answer to your question, but that's more or less what's happening there. How do you fix it? You have to have better authority, you have to have better on page, you have to could it might, might need better speed, you might need better internal linking, not to be confusing Google. And you might need uh, better quality traffic. You need traffic that's going to be happier. User satisfaction has to be improved. And that's the kind of ways that you can definitely uh, start boosting your rankings. That's pretty much all of it. There's more stuff there as well. Uh, But that's more or less all of it. Uh, Schema might help. Structured data might help. Structured HTML could help. Uh, Definitely need to do your on-page. So, yeah. So if you join my mentorship group, I could give you more details on that. Uh, Or if you uh, get an audit from me, I would explain more details on that. But in a nutshell, that's how you would do it, and uh, guaranteed rankings for sure. Okay, let's see what else. Uh, Thane's business asks: If I have a collection of a thousand actor links, how many should be on a page, and should I lift lift to the different pages at the top? Link to the different pages at the top level. Um. Sounds kind of like a directory. I don't know if you'd want a thousand links on a page. You're definitely not helping. Um, you're definitely not helping uh, if that if you're selling links and you're definitely not helping pass link juice with a thousand links on a page. That's virtually like no link juice per page. Google's definitely ignoring that page. Google has warned you should not have a collection of sources or a long link page on your site. Uh, So I'm gonna say I'm pretty sure bucket two level knowledge some people know what that means that you don't want to do that I don't think it's a good idea to have that many link outs Um, uh, Should you link to all them? I don't know It really depends on your semantic content and what you're trying to rank for internal links are not internal links are very very important to ranking Um, not because they give a boost but because they collect information for Google and the way you collect information is uh is 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 a big uh, factor in how google is going to think about your site and how google is going to rank you so i repeat i've tested internal links separately in a single variable experiment they do not give a boost at all in any way shape or form i've repeated this experiment five ten times now at this point also silos are complete bullshit. silos don't help you rank at all in any way shape or form in single variable experiments um uh silos are not going to help you ranking Orphan child pages don't help you ranking making little collections of blogs that link up to stuff that doesn't help you rank at all There's certain times and places you would use that tactic, but it's not a ranking factor It doesn't help you doesn't help boost on its own. It doesn't help boost at all. So why do it? There's no reason why I do it in case you didn't know that's all that's all BS That's all SEO myth that people are just guessing Some people have tested it and I respect I respect those people but respectfully. I I tested it and I don't see that I don't see it helping so my tests disagree so uh, I still love those people who've done those tests and disagree with me. But that's fine. We can disagree. We can still be friends. But according to my tests and what I, what I know about SEO, silos in itself and internal links in itself don't help you. They can mostly hurt you if you use them wrong. So you've got to use them very, very carefully. Um, uh, we got some people talking in, in Turkish. Uh, I can't understand that, of course, but if you want to ask me a question, I'm afraid it's gonna to have to be English or Yashar can translate from Turkish. Um, oh, here's a great question. Lewis Lewis Houston asks, uh, are you familiar with the keyword golden ratio? If so, does it work? That's a great question. Uh, the answer is, and this is um, the answer is no. <laughs> it does not work. Uh, And this is a main reason why you need to get into a group that does scientific testing, that isolates the variables and can do single variable experiments to isolate the ranking factors to know exactly what is a ranking factor and what is not, uh, with authority, can, can speak to these things as a fact, not as a guess, not as a suggestion, not as a rule of thumb, not as a hypothesis, as a fact, because I've seen the evidence. I've done scientific testing and I've seen the correlative evidence and the same way the scientists can tell you yeah if you take that pill you're going to you know it's going to r- hurt your liver because we've tested it i can tell you yeah if you do don't do the right keyword ratio or you don't do the right keyword things and the right keyword ways you will demote your page or you will boost your page tremendously i know this for a fact because i've scientifically tested it and that's the reason why you do scientific testings you don't go oh yeah just a rule of thumb just just do this blah so that's why i'm going to ask answer the question Yes, I'm quite familiar with the keyword golden ratio. I used to use them when I was just a guess EO and making guesses, but now I'm a science EO. I've actually set up a, my own lab. I have 10 employees or 10 apprentices who help me make tests on a daily basis. That's all we do is do SEO testing. And now I can speak from a position of authority with facts as to whether or not these are ranking factors. And yes, key, uh, on page is very important. Keywords are huge ranking factors and variants and top of the relevant words too. In what ratio? I can't tell you um, in, uh, uh, cause it's not a ratio. It doesn't work like that. Uh, it's much more complex than that. Google has made on page super, super complex and it took a year of scientific testing to crack the code and to figure it all out. But we'd have cracked the code. I just did my on page course last week because I was supposed to be doing the course today cause it's Thanksgiving. I did it last week and I just did my on page course that cracked the code of how you would get the maximum amount of boost from on page. If you do your on-page correctly, you can go from spot 200 to like spot two overnight, um, barring other factors, of course, like what, what your competitors are doing and links and and social and traffic and all the other stuff and Scamma and all the other stuff you need and entity development, all the other stuff you need. But just as a raw ranking signal, you can get huge hundreds of, of spot boosts by doing your on-page correctly, or you can get hundreds of spots uh, demotions by doing it wrong. And I know this for a fact, I've cracked the code by doing this thing called science. You know science. It's made this and that and what you're watching and the microphone I'm using to record. It's made these, it's made this clothes. it's made everything. How can you argue against science? I know there's people out there in the SEO industry who still argue against science. It blows my mind. Actually, it doesn't blow my mind. I'm quite used to idiots. And they're idiots if they deny science. So yeah, I, I said that. You're an idiot if you deny SEO science. You know who you are, person. Uh, various people actually lots of them and the real reason of course why they poo-poo SEO science is because they don't do it They don't have the time they don't know how they don't uh, and uh, They want to be able to just sell you their snake oil without having to provide with you any proof So this is your SEO mischallenge. challenge I challenge all of you listening right now and anyone who listens later on I challenge you to go to your favorite SEO and Say what's your what's your like? You should already know what their major ranking factor is or what their major thing They like to talk about and say to them. Hey What proof do you have for that? What's your evidence? What scientific testing have you done? Just ask. It's an innocent question. You know, what proof do you have that I should believe you on this? They should be able to give you an answer. And I bet you the answer is going to lack. I bet you they're not, well, Google magically told me in an email, or, well, I've been doing this for 20 years, and I've made random guesses from what I saw, or blah, 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 blah. They're going to tell you a lot of things that if they were a scientist working in any lab anywhere in any city would get them fired because their answer is not going to be scientific. I challenge you to go out. I dare you. I dare you to go out and do this. And I'm I'm I guarantee you will be unimpressed with the answer you get. And if they say, Oh, I've got an experiment that proves it, say great, show me the data. Show me the data. So it should mean in private, pay them 20 bucks for the data, pay them 50 bucks for the data. It'd be worth it. And see what kind of data that comes back. And you're gonna get, oh yeah, well, I ranked three sites and I looked at it. And, and I did 20 things and then it, it boosted. So it must be this one, they're gonna cherry pick one thing. It must be the sixth thing I did. They're gonna cherry pick it, that's not scientific. That's not scientific, no. Okay, enough of the science, and science rant. Um, so, I uh, yes, there is definitely, uh, uh, there is not a golden ratio for keywords. You could call it that if you want, but there's definitely a tactic and a, and a technique for using keywords that will either uh, make your rankings or break them completely. And so you definitely need to know. Join my mentorship group, and I'd be happy to share that with you. Okay, now, uh, somebody asks, uh, what's your opinion on this guy who claims that John Mueller is wonderful and that he is the only one who cares? <laughs> well, I have said John Mueller is, I don't. I don't know what that link goes to, could very well be me. I have spoken highly of John Mueller in the past, and let me tell you why. Uh, It's because he does seem to care. He does seem to care about the people he's trying to help. But there's two problems with John Mueller, in my humble opinion. This is just my opinion, take it or leave it, in that although he does care about people, he only cares to a certain degree. He cares about feeding his children and family and keeping his job more. And so he does toe the party line. He does toe the Google line uh, and not go too far and tell them what exactly the ranking factors are. The thing that drives me nuts is that John Mueller has a program. Everyone knows this. People in the industry who've been in in, in as long as I have have seen it. Uh, John Mueller has a program that uh, can go through and tell you in three seconds what's wrong with your site. Um, He could quite simply diagnose in five seconds it wouldn't take very long at all what's wrong with every site that comes onto the hangout he could say okay and he could cloak it he could be like work on your quality look at this page here look at that page here work on that and at least it would give people a bone it would throw them in the right direction as opposed to the vague pr smokescreen bullshit that he says now so my second problem with john mueller is the fact he doesn't do that right He, he he could help them out but he doesn't so i like john mueller He's a nice guy. He tries to be nice. He tries to be kind, but only to a point. And because it's only to a point, he still is isn't in, in the shit Google uh, category of of people who are, are pretty much jerks and not that great, in my opinion. So, so although out of all the Google employees, he seems to be one of the nicest, that's for sure. Um, uh, there's people at Google who do not care. They don't give two shits about you or your plight or whether you rank or your business. And they will gladly, they even seem to take glee. In Taking people out of the rankings and I've known people like that in Google like uh, cough cough Brian white cough people like this uh, and uh, and very arrogant very elitist very we're Google we will tell you how to run your business and we'll We'll, we'll dictate what should be happening online so so uh, I have phones talking to me here. I have stuff going on. So, um, yeah, I would recommend uh So yeah, John Mueller is a good guy, but again, is he good enough? Not in my opinion. All right, let's keep going. The SEO questions here. Keep the SEO questions coming. Uh, uh, Deirdre, hello, Deirdre. She asks, Josh, is having an indexed page with a link to another page, which loads an iframe, a bad Google signal? No, it's not. We are sure the iframe page satisfies the user query and is set to no follow, no index. Well, if the iframe is set to no-follow no-index, they probably can't crawl it, um, but no. Um, having an iframe itself is not a problem. It just pulls that content into the page, and that's considered the content for that page. So it's not a problem at all. Um, if you're having trouble ranking that page or that site, it's something else, and I'd have to take a deeper look. Robin, who is here in the Hangout, she, I guess, asks. It's It could be a male or female name. It's a female picture. She asks if I use Cloudflare for my PBN site, can I walk away undetected to Google radar? Also, can I have two websites for one business? Um, uh, Generally speaking, in my experience, Google does not give two shits about your PBN. You don't need to cloak them on different search consoles and Google Analytics. You, generally, you don't need to do that. Generally, you don't need to I would hide them with a private registration because it looks to me like Google has automatic algorithms to detect that kind of thing, but that's where it ends. They don't seem to dive into their search console and Google Analytics. I have tons of sites on there. Some are interlinking, some are not. They don't care. Tons of other people I know have done that. The only time you have to worry about that is if you're going to open your big mouth and go tell Google, nah, nah, I'm outranking you, and then they do give a shit. Trust me, um, a good close friend of mine in SEO industry found that out recently, (laughs) although he didn't really do that. Someone, some jerk at Search Engine Journal, outed him because this guy is an awesome SEO and he won an SEO competition uh, handily and just trashed a whole bunch of other guys who thought they were great SEOs. He used science and he used Quora and his own tool, Page Optimizer Pro, to rank a page uh, in a certain area for a very long time and just dominated everybody else using his scientific methods, another argument for SEO science, and left it there for months. And then someone in Search Engine Journal, about a year later, finally found this thing out, this amazing thing that he did, and then wrote an article about it. And then uh, the guy who did this, uh, his sites got de-indexed the very next day after Google found out. So don't go telling Google you're outranking them. Don't show them what you're doing. So as long as you're not doing anything like that, you you don't have to hide your PBNs. Yeah, you can have them on Cloudflare. You can have them wherever you want. Your second question, can I have two websites for one business? Sure you can. You can do that if you want. Google's going to choose the one they want to rank and not the other one. That's going to confuse Google a little bit. So if you make a second website for the same business, it's going to be a totally different uh, uh, purpose for the site. So one could be a business blog. That's a totally different site than the business sales site. You can do that. Or you can have an English site and a French site. You can do that. You can interlink them. You can hreflang them if you want. You can do all that. But don't have joshisfruitemporium.com selling fruit and joshisfruitemporium1.com selling fruit, and selling in the same way and be exact duplicates, because Google is going to just cherry pick one that it likes and not the other one. You might get Google a little confused as to which one to rank when. Mind you, if all your other signals are good, they're going to rank you anyway. So it's not such a problem. But again, it's not recommended practice. uh, And and I'm not entirely sure what would happen, because I've never done it, because it's not recommended practice. Sean says, Josh, recently, you've said quite a lot. I tend to say quite a lot, <laughs> uh, but in this particular case, uh, you said quite a lot recently that anchor text ratio doesn't matter. I don't disagree because you tested. However, I recently changed mine around and it boosted ranking straight away. Okay, if you say so, Sean, if you want me to test something, I could test it. I didn't say it didn't matter. Uh, I never said that anchor text ratio didn't matter. I said that it doesn't look like it matters very much compared to the semantic of your backlink page, one. And two, I said in all my testing, in over 150,000 backlinks tested, I've always used 100% exact match query anchor text. I have never not used 100% exact match query anchor text. If I want to rank for best red apples, 100% of the links that I, I acquired, cough, cough, acquired, have always been best red apples. So, And then people ask me, because that's answering the question, do I need to vary my anchor text ratio? And my answer has been not according to the testing I've done. Uh, does that mean the testing I've done is, is gospel? No. Does that mean the testing I've done is exhaustive? No. Well, it's pretty exhaustive. I've done a lot of linking tests. Does that mean that Google can't find it? Of course they can find it if they want to. Does that mean Google will never hammer that later on? They've, they can decide to if they want to do that. Does that mean I recommend you doing that out in the field? In minor cases, yes, but overall, no. I would use partial match uh, query usually for the most part. I would use whatever looks natural. It has to look natural. It has to have plausible deniability. Whatever has plausible deniability. If you have plausible, if you could explain to the Google manual penalty team member who gives you a manual penalty why you have those links, then yeah, that's the ratio that I follow when I'm acquiring organically my links. He's using scare quotes again, acquiring. Um, And so to answer your question, why that happened? I don't know. There's a million different reasons why your rankings could have changed when you changed your anchor text. That wasn't a single variable experiment. That was an in the field experiment. That was an unknown variable experiment. You have no idea how many variables changed at the same time and what Google was doing at the same time. Google's making updates weekly. So it, it's it's getting, it's almost, if you don't do science SEO, you're not in the industry. If you don't do science SEO, you you are not an SEO. Because you're, you're a fortune teller at this point because Google is making changes to the algorithm weekly So you have no way of knowing if any change you did like this like changing your anchor text Was a contributor to your ranking change or not. You have no way of knowing because you're not isolating your variables How many times do I need to say this guys the SEO industry consists of me and a few other SEO scientists Ted Kyle, you know, Mike uh, uh uh, guys like that, other people, I, I would include other people on that list. I just don't want to just ram off a list. So don't be insulted if I didn't include your name right there. But basically that's the SEO industry right now because we have proven methods that we can reliably predict what's going to happen. If you do not have proven scientific methods where you can reliably predict what's going to happen, you're not in the industry, right? You can't call yourself part of the health industry or you can't call yourself a, a medical, a licensed medical doctor. If you don't have that background with that scientific testing, you're something else right? You're not allowed to call yourself that. It's the same thing. It's it's um, uh, 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 the, the, the people who think they're in the SEO industry, they are not. They're in the blogging industry talking about fortune telling SEO or guessio as I like to call it. We are the SEO industry. You're watching one of the only people in the SEO industry right now. And if you follow my scientific methods or you do my science, if you do science yourself, good on you, let's share some testing. And if you, if you're, or in my mentorship group, then you, you are, you are in the SEO industry. Everybody else is not. And I know it's kind of might be mind-blowing to say. I know it might be a little, uh, make you a little angry for me to say that. But sorry, the truth hurts. Um, if you don't have reliable scientific methods that can reliably predict a result, then you're not part of the industry. Uh, we can reliably rank sites. Go to bit.ly SEO proof to see the proof. I have over 150 examples of there of us reliably ranking websites. Uh, the rest of the industry, as far as I understand it, is not reliably ranking websites. It doesn't count if you're the in-house SEO for a giant company that, that basically could rank no matter what it did because it's a giant company, it's ranking for its brand name for the most part. And yeah, you might be ranking for some other head terms, but let me ask you, how often does that happen? Is it going up and down? I bet you it is, be honest. I bet you it's going up and down. Uh, and if you're ranking one side anyway, you're not, you're not reliably uh, uh, in the SEO industry, you're in the ranking for Walmart industry, right? You You are the in-house SEO for Walmart. Doesn't mean you know what you're doing for SEO. Doesn't mean your methods are any better than mine. Doesn't mean you get to poo-poo my scientific methods because you have a, a basically a shoe-in kind of website that you're doing SEO for. Sorry, that's the way it is. Come with me into the affiliate space or come with me into the lead generation space and let's start websites from the beginning and we'll see whose ranks. Let's, let's do that. I challenge any of you to challenge me to that. If you want to do that, we can do that and we'll see who is actually in the SEO industry and who is actually not. All right. Uh, so Sean, I have no idea why well, your rankings changed. There's no way to tell. Google's making changes every week, and it, and uh, unless uh, forgive me if you did a single variable test, but this doesn't sound like you did a single variable test, and uh, you need to do a single variable test to tell. But I can test this. I can start playing around with anchor text, but I find that it's a bit more complex than that. Uh, Michael asks, I have a website with around 22 articles in the health niche. Uh oh. On average, one article has 2,500 words. Never built any backlinks. After seven months, still no traffic at all. Any suggestions? Yeah, join my mentorship group. Join join a science-based group. I have about 50 hours of stuff to tell you that I can't tell you here on the show. Uh, I have about 50 hours of courses and quickies. Some of you might get access to that from the SEO present. I already have like 20. 20 emails, so don't bother emailing anymore if you don't know what I'm talking about. Unless you want an audit, maybe I can extend the SEO miss gift. Maybe, maybe I won't see how generous I feel, but I only have so many hours in the day, guys. But, but, uh, yeah, um, yes, uh, there's specific things you need to be doing. That's not going to cut it. Um, you really need to get SEO, uh, on, on uh, SEO science on your side here. Uh, you're going to need to join a scientific group. I really, like, I really couldn't answer this question without talking for 50 more hours, so I can't do that right now. There's there's lots of things you need to do. Uh, Deirdre asks, did a domain move from a site I believe had a panel penalty? Does that algorithm pen- penalty go to the new site? Yes, it does. I can. Had a boost in traffic seven days after the move, then 10 days it dropped to zilch. That's exactly what happens. It boosts, and then there's an algorithm that runs that says, oh, you had a penalty. You changed, it pulls you back. That's exactly what happens. So yeah, that's what happens. You need to fix the actual... Um, uh, Panda Penalty, that's on it. Um, then she goes on to say, it was ranking page one after seven days, and it disappears. Yep, that's that that um, uh, rubber ducky that I talked about. That's the whole A-B testing quality user satisfaction issue. So that's what you need to do to fix it, go earlier into the show. So I have a question here. How to organize WordPress homepage for website that has 100 articles that are equally important? Um. Again, that's a huge question that has big ramifications. Basically, uh, the way you need to do it uh, is every single page you want to rank has to be on one single topic. So it doesn't really usually make any sense. Uh, you don't have to rank the index page. You can make it a blog roll like that, although I don't like doing that. Basically, every page on your site, the index page included, should be about one topic, uh, whatever logically makes sense for your business, whatever logically makes sense for your niche it should be about one topic based on one keyword exact match with all kinds of variants and all kinds of uh other words we throw in there based on many different things that we've discovered in our testing that can greatly boost it in ranking. So if you're not ranking guys, you need to get on my mentorship group and I would be able to tell you all those different things. But to answer this question, um uh how to organize how do you organize your homepage? Uh, I mean again, that I I'd have to talk for 50 hours. I can't I can't give you an answer right now. Uh, Adrian says, I'm using the KGR and I have a site with about 45 posts, 30 on top, 10 and 19 on top three. So I believe the KGR works. I have no idea what KGR is. Otherwise, how can we explain it? There's a million ways we can explain it, Adrian. Uh, Again, this is in the wild, this is in the field. So you don't know all the variables that are going on. You have a a multiple variable test going on, uh, multiple unknown variable tests going on. So you have no idea What's ranking for what? You have no idea what's propping up what. I have no idea what a KGR is. Again, this is completely non-scientific thinking. It's not going to help you at all. It's like you come, you, you've, you've, it's like I'm doing a presentation in like a library because I wrote a book about martial arts. You're coming to me and you're asking, okay, if I'm going to fight 45 guys, give me some tips. And I'm like, have you ever had any martial arts training before? And you're like, no. Then I'm like, well, get your butt in the gym, and we need to do about five, we need to do about five years of work. So I can't, I can't, I can't do the. Fi- I can't magically put five years of SEO knowledge or scientific knowledge into your head. You need to come join the mentorship group. You need to get into the do- in the dojo and start training and, and working and be one of my students, and then you'll be able to be able to be able to fight off those forty four combatants. Uh, let's see here, George. Hello, George. Have you tested if pages in first page are agreeing with your test results? Um, Have you tested if pages in first page are agreeing with your test results? Yes, George, of course. Um, It has never happened. Here's another uh, testament to single variable testing and how I know that it's powerful and it's it's still working right now. Don't tell Google. Oh, Melissa says, KGR equals keyword golden rule. Ah, that's a good guess. Maybe it does. Is that what you meant? KGR means keyword golden rule? So Adrian says, I'm using the keyword golden rule and I have a site with about 45 posts. Uh, So I believe the KGR works. No, it doesn't. The keyword golden rule does not work at all, uh, depending on what you mean by the keyword golden rule. The keyword golden rule is, uh, uh, or the keyword golden ratio is what we were talking about before. That's not it. And uh, if it was, you'd have all 45 pages ranking and not just 30. So um, no, it's my, my scientific testing says no. This is like you came to a medical doctor and you said, I believe that this, this dinosaur, if I rub it on your head, it will get rid of your cancer. My answer is, nope. My scientific testing completely denies that, uh, uh, supersedes that, and overpowers that. Sorry, that's not the way it works. And if it does, I can't talk about it. I have no data on that. I've never scientific tested, not scientifically tested rubbing the dinosaur on your head to cure cancer. Just like this keyword Gordon rule is, is, I have plenty of tests showing that that's false. So So sorry, that's not the way it works. Again, I I wish I could explain it in a short period. I just did a three-hour course on it last week. I don't have three hours right now to explain it. You're going to have to join the mentorship group. Um, And then George asked, uh, have you tested if pages in the first page are agreeing with your test results? Yes, of course. So as I was about to say, it's a testament to single variable testing. I have never seen uh, my single variable tests fail in the field. They have always worked in the field. What I've expected to happen has always happened. I don't always know how much of a boost you'll get or how much of a drop one would get, but whatever I've tested in single variable testing has always 100% of the time come true in the field. So, um, or never has been contradicted in the field hundred percent of the time. So yes, I'm quite confident that that's the way it works. Let's not tell Google about it and it'll keep working that way. Dejan says, does keyword ratio depend on competition? It does greatly. Like we need to check what Google likes for a specific keyword. Yep, you need to check that in multiple ways and multiple places. <laughs> that again, to explain it would take three hours, so I don't have time, but there are major ranking boosts there to be found. Huge ranking boosts there to be found that no one else knows about. Super cool secret uh, proven, scientifically proven SEO secrets there. Uh, definitely you should come check out. Email me at joshpashinski at gmail.com. I have 25 spots left in my mentorship group. It's only 300 bucks a month. Uh, Daniel says, what is your evidence that John Mueller has that program you're talking about? Because he said so. And because they showed it at conferences like 15 years ago. So that's, he's admitted it. He's done it on Hangouts. I've watched every single Hangout he's done. If you've watched the same Hangout, you would have seen him do it and talk about it. So yeah, that's, that's my evidence for that. Um, Ask other people who've been in the SEO industry for a long time or know about John Mueller or was at the same conference that Matt Cutts showed the program one time. Uh, It was 15 years ago or so, but it's known in the industry. Um, Okay, so we have more questions here. Uh, Nick James asks, "Um, I have a link from ford.com to my PBN site, but I do not have any other links to this PBN site. I link this PBN site to my money site, my car sale site. Do you think this link helps me? Probably, if you have a link from for it's probably helping you. You need to learn the ways of uh, adjudicating what links are powerful and how they're powerful. And to do that, you need to have the scientific testing about linking behind you, so you can go see what what it worked in testing is also what you've replicated in the field. But uh, yeah, it sounds like that'll help. Depends if it's follow or no follow. It depends on how you're flowing that link juice through. But it's probably helping out. So that sounds like a good thing. Uh, Nick also asks, "Hello, Melissa." Can you please tell me what's the difference between number of social account link and social pages link? Thanks. What's the difference between social account link and social pages link? And Melissa has asked here. Uh, answered: uh, Social profiles or personal social pages uh, are not personal, so business, organizations, celebrities, etc. I hope that answers your question. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. It's Facebook stuff. Blah 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 blah. I have no idea. Um, Zachi asked, I used your SEO guide 2016-17 and my website was first on Google until five months ago. Yay, up until five months ago then. Oh, sorry. Now it's number five. So first, thanks. You're welcome. Can you do SEO guide for 2019? Please. It's great for small business. Thanks. Um, I, I, I really can't. Uh, SEO is getting too complicated. Google has made it too complicated to give a simple guide, like with a keyword ratio or with, with like general, I can give all the general suggestions I can. Uh, I can't really do another guide like that. Uh, it's much more complicated. And that's un- part of the reason why I made a mentorship group, because to properly teach what Google is doing now, I have to show you different experiments and show you different conditions and say, this works like this if this. But if this, then this works like that. And if this, then you need to do this. And if this, then you need to do that. But not if this happens, then you need to do that. It's It's too complicated like that. Uh, so, uh, and, and quite frankly, I can't give away the information for free. If Google knew what I knew, they would change it. Google knew what I knew. They would de-index my sites. They would, they would, they'd kick me off YouTube. They would do all these things. So, so sorry, I can't do that anymore, but I'm glad you were able to benefit from my free advice for that long. Now it's time to come join the mentorship group. And now, now it's time to see what we've got going on in there. Um, uh, adrian asks, uh, what's my opinion on using gsa gsa Which is a german kind of se nuke variant What's on using gsa to do tiered link building? Is this still a viable a viable tactic to build links? Um, it's a viable tactic to build links. It's not an optimal tactic to build links. You can use it. Um, I don't recommend it um, uh, definitely not on your money page you can send it to your tier uh your 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 lower tiers but not to your money page is it viable not really it probably is not going to pass that much juice through um i have other ways i do it it's it's outside my testing parameters so i have a certain proven set of testing parameters i know ranks and i know works cuz i've tested it and i do it in the field on a, a, a repetitive basis that's how science works you test it then you repeat in the field um this falls outside of it so should it work based on what I know? Yeah, is it the best way to do it? No, uh, would I would I ultimately recommend it? No, uh, I would do it different ways, but it depends on your scenario. Maybe that's the best way you could do it. Again, you'd need to start learning the, uh, the scientific methods to see really how that goes. Uh, somebody asks, is core a keyword or ratio? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Say, ask again. Sean asks, time to first bite, Cloudflare slows this down, but loads a website faster overall. Would you recommend a local New Zealand server or Cloudflare uh, Cloudflare or a CDN or both? Uh, Depends on what's faster. Um, So there used to be a rumor in the SEO industry that if you had a local uh, server, it was a a boosting ranking factor. I don't know if that's the case anymore. I haven't tested it. Um, It would be difficult to test in single variable anyway. Uh, so for for me, it's all what's faster, and so you need to go with what what's faster. We've been using Amazon AWS. It's a little bit more expensive, but it is faster. Um, uh, Whatever is faster for your users is what's important. So you have to do some testing. I would use webpagetest.org. That's webpagetest.org. That's what I would use to find out what's faster for your users. They don't have a selection for New Zealand in that particular tool, by the way. Uh, but make sure you check uh, mobile 3g fast because google says on average that's what most people use Uh, and that could be what your traffic are using and that's what we use as a general standard for testing speed so there's some recommendations basic ones i can give use uh, webpagetest.org use mobile 3g fast try and get as close as possible to your areas time to first bite should be around 0.5 seconds if possible first paint should be around one second if possible one to 1.5 seconds and Uh, DOM usable should be 1.5 seconds to 2 seconds max on mobile. And so there's some general rules of thumb you can do, uh, or faster if possible. But that's what I would say about that. Uh, I need to wet my whistle. Okay, Adrian asks another question, if I have a site in English, And I want to make a Spanish Portuguese version. If I just translate the English version to the other two languages, could that be considered duplicate content? No, that'd be perfectly fine. That's a great way of getting uh, another website going really quickly. That's not duplicate content at all. It's not the same content, it's different language. You're going to be using all different kinds of words uh, when you translate into English or Portuguese or whatever. That's not duplicate content at all. That's perfectly fine. Just remember if you want to enter. If you want to rank all these pages and you want to use similar signals across all the different sites, you want to use the hreflang. That's the hreflang equals lang. Check it out. It's called hreflang and and, and SEO. H-R-E-F space L-A-N-G is what you want to search and figure out how to do those uh, tags correctly. It's a little bit tricky, but uh, that's how you would tell Google this is the French version. This is the Portuguese version. This is the English version, et cetera, et cetera. Uh oh, I lost my place. No, okay. Um, somebody with a weird name asks, How much are synonyms and related terms help to rank better? Ho, ho, ho. I'm just gonna say, Ho, 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 and do this with my fingers. Uh, yeah, uh, they definitely do. Uh, I'm just gonna say LSI keywords. That's all I'm gonna say. If you're using Quora, you should already know what that means. The LSI keywords, uh, Quora will help you measure them, and Core will help you detect them just might be good to have them in your page. Just saying, you know, maybe. Uh, 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 They they also ask, do you have some Black Friday discount for your SEO group? Um, Not really. (laughs) Sorry, not for the SEO group. It's already pretty cheap as is and I only have 25 spots left. Uh, But I don't know, email me if you're interested, email me, put SEO miss mentorship in, in in the subject line. I don't know. Maybe we'll see what we can do. But because I kind of give you all the information up front, um, uh, because I kind of give you all the information up front, uh, it's kind of unfair to me. If I give you a discount on the one month, I could give you all the courses and then you just, you just leave, you know, pay for the rest of the months. So it's kind of, uh, it's it, the, the mentorship assumes you're going to stay in it for a long time. So I don't know. I might, I could do, a maybe I could do a six month I could I, you could pay for six months in advance with with a discount. I could do something like that, or three months in advance with a discount. I could do something like that. So um, yeah, so email me at SEO Miss uh, mentorship, and we'll see we'll see what the spirit of SEO Miss can do for you. Uh, but I only have 25 spots left, and I'm pretty I'm pretty um, uh, 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 serious. I'm pretty. What's the word I'm looking for for lack of, better than stingy? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, uh, serious about protecting the, the integrity of the group and uh, and keeping good people in there and uh, Making sure it's a good positive learning environment. So so the, the, me doing uh, discounts for people and stuff is much less likely um, They ask any chance for a free audit video 2019 lesson. No, I'm afraid not uh that again is is uh, information that i I protect from my mentorship group they're paying money to see that uh uh this show is the show is the free information that you get uh and so uh, i tell you as much as i can but i cannot in my audit again in my audit there's too much scientific stuff i put in there now of course and i can't let google know i can't just release it free on the airwaves as to what what we know and what we're hacking and what we're doing so sorry i can't but that should i hope Be some information for you, so for you to know that we do have some information that you need to know. That's important for ranking. Uh, It's just important to get in a scientific, in a science-based group, because if you're not in a science-based group, you're not part of the industry. You're not going to be able to rank uh, effectively for for over time. I guarantee, if you're not doing science-based methods, you will fail. Your rankings are going to fail by next year or so. Uh, Google's uh, AI is going to be too smart for you to just randomly guess and learn on forums about. Learn on Black Hat form with a bunch of other random guessers as to what's going on. People are going to become too secretive. The information is too valuable. No one's going to give out too much free information anymore. I used to give out the most free information that was the highest quality, as you just heard multiple people come here and say they ranked on it for years. Uh, Number one, in fact, I can't give it out anymore because I had to do scientific. I had to spend a lot of money to get it. I had to do scientific information uh, tests to get it. And I know ways of hacking Google now that Google can't know I know because they would change it and they would de-index all my sites. So it's too risky. Sorry, I can't do it. Um, uh, What you're getting free on this show is what you're going to get. Deja asks, back to my second question, we had improved user experience after the Panda penalty before the move. Is it still possible the penalty followed after the move? Yes, it's still possible. We used Crazy Egg and other tools to satisfy 70%. I don't know what you mean by you satisfied 70%. I guess that means that your conversion rate got up to 70%. That's good. That's a good conversion rate. So, um if if that's as good as your conversion rate is, of course, it's relative to your competitors. So if your competitors have a better conversion rate, no matter how good 70% is, it might not be good enough if your if your competitors have 80 or 90%. But let's say for the sake of argument that 70% is pretty darn good because it is. Uh that's Wonderful compared to most of the clients and most of the students that I'm dealing with um, If that was the the point if that was the point you got to and that's what we're talking about Then I would say okay now it's time to focus on other stuff. Maybe speed, maybe quality, uh, maybe speed, maybe schema Maybe uh, maybe keyword on-page stuff. That's the other stuff that helps you be relevant to a search query uh, Maybe internal linking is a little off uh, So that's the other stuff that I would look at uh, but again, you need a full audit You need to do a scientific kind of approach. You need a full audit, a full diagnostic kind of uh, approach to see what's going on. And that's what I would recommend there. I might have already done an audit for that site for you, but but who knows? And if I did, then follow what I said in my audit. And if you don't remember what that is, email me. I will tell you. Okay, Dejan says, can I have a discount? I love these questions. (laughs) Can I have a discount for the mentorship group? Because my language market is not so big as English or Spanish or France or German. Um, again, as I said, uh, because today's SEO miss email me, uh, at joshpachinsky at gmail.com with the, with the subject line SEO miss mentorship, and maybe I can give you a three month, uh, discount or if you pay for it at the same time or a six month discount, that kind of a same thing. Uh, but again, uh, the mentorship group, uh, is, uh, uh, something I have to protect very much. People are paying full price to be in there. Uh, I want it to be a positive learning environment in there. I have to protect that. So we'll have to see, and I I do apologize. You might be able to do some free work for me. That's another thing we might be able to work out. So email me, and if you have any skills that we could trade work and I could let you in, uh, maybe we can work that as well. Okay, let's see here. Uh, uh, Darren, who is one of my apprentices, says, GSA hasn't passed me any juice. Uh, I would agree. uh, it all depends on how you do it. I don't think it's 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 outside my testing parameters for a reason because I don't think it's it's that good of a thing but uh, Zachi says they have a Wix website Do I think it's still okay to work with Wix? No, I don't like Wix at all Wix does some things that are very bad for SEO and uh, it makes it difficult to change it. So um, Yeah, I, I don't like Wix at all Does that mean you should go and change your website? Maybe, I don't know. Depends if if you can change your website in a day because you're a crack web programmer, yeah, do it. Wix is never a good solution. You should have never done that to begin with. But if if you don't know how to do anything with websites, why did you choose to become an internet marketer? It's the primary method. It's like choosing to go into oil, but you know nothing about engineering, nothing about drilling, nothing about how to find oil, but you want to make money off of oil. It didn't really seem like a good business idea at that point, did it? Um, Sorry, SEO is getting too hard at this point for people who know nothing about the web and nothing about websites to start making money easily. You've got a, a big uh, learning curve going on there. I apologize for for giving you the straight talk. This is this is the tough love portion of, of the show. If you don't know intimately about Google Search and the internet and, and PHP and HTML and JavaScript and web design and conversion funnels and uh, 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 stuff like that, for a start, just for a start, you're going to have some trouble. Uh, Does it make it impossible for you? No, but um, I would recommend taking an HTML course and figuring this kind of stuff out Uh, Someone asks, is core recommendation considered a ratio. Nope Uh, Not always in a way it can be so uh, And so Mustafa asks what should be the length of an article's content? It totally depends (laughs) So I can't give you a standard link. It should be exactly 1878 words long that was sarcasm. No, it totally depends on, on what your measurement tools tell you you need to be and what ratio you need to be in. And I've done extensive scientific testing to prove what the boosting ranking factor there is and in what way it works. It's not just a standard ratio. It depends on uh, what spot you want to go for. It depends on where you want to show up in the SERP. It depends on what your competitors are doing. It's not that simple anymore, guys. Sorry, it's just not. There's many ifs, or ands, or ors there. So, again, join my mentorship group if you can. Uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, yeah, Steven says here, Google's AI is getting too smart. Kyle ranks, uh, Kyle's uh, this was the guy we were mentioning before, who Google uh, hammered because uh, he was dominating a bunch of uh, whiny little, little bitch uh, SEOs who then routed him to Google using his scientific methods. Uh, Kyle was ranking number one using lorem ipsum Latin text, and he was, that's true. It's uh, another part of the reason why Google got so upset, because Kyle showed them up, showing that their algorithms are not really that great because you can rank number one using lorem ipsum Latin text. Uh, you know, so Google is going to do, Google's going to make changes. Google is always changing, especially when they see what the SEOs are doing. That's why I can't give you a free step. Um, uh, Zeev says they want this three month discount. Okay. Email me at SEO, uh, uh, email me at at gmail.com. We'll see what we can do. Okay. So we've been 20 minutes over. This has been an hour and 20 minute Thanksgiving SEO miss. Uh, Maeve, I noticed you joined but you didn't ask a question. Did you have a question you wanted to ask? If you do, go ahead and mute yourself and you can ask it. Uh she says no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's good. Just want to join us. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh so thank you very much for watching. Again, this has been the White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show. Uh in summation, I would like to uh give a fond SEO miss wishes to everyone listening. Happy Thanksgiving to all the uh Americans out there who are practicing Thanksgiving. And uh Uh, oh someone says question in caps. We'll answer one more question This is the final seo seo miss question for the day They asked what would you recommend for ranking high number one in google shopping ads? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know anything about google shopping Uh, sorry, I don't know. Um, how google shopping works Uh, so I can't answer that (laughs) all of my All of my uh, uh, knowledge is in just the global general Google ranking and a little bit in local, but really Jordan Pierce is the master in that. So uh, Darren says, damn L-tryptophan. Yes, damn the turkey juice. Uh, And Marco says, thanks for the show. And Dejan says, thanks for the help. It's my pleasure, guys. So um, uh, as I always say, good luck in the SERPs. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this SEOmas. Email me at joshprosysky at gmail.com if you need anything. And uh, for those about to rank, we salute you. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye.